Hi everyone and welcome to Hail to the Podcast, a podcast by Redskins fans, for Redskins fans, for those of us who have been handling through the thick and thin. I am your host, Andrew Alex, and quite frankly, you know, I'm not doing much right now because I am not at training camp yet. I have not been able to make the cut, but, you know... I do work at a radio station down here in Blacksburg, ESPN Blacksburg, that's 90, 93.1, 97.1, and live on the web on ESPNBlacksburg.com. I'm featured on that show pretty much every day from 4 to 6. And, you know, we had the opportunity today to bring in Mitch Tischler, Mitch, a senior producer over with NBC Sports Washington, also part of the Redskins Talk podcast, and he's there. So we were able to do an interview. So a little bonus episode today, we are going to throw in what we have from Mitch's guest appearance on my radio show today. And, you know, hopefully that'll tie all you guys over until I'm able to make another podcast. And I'll make probably two or three this weekend with going to training camp. So I hope everyone enjoys. And uh, thank you, Mitch, for coming on. And thank you to uh, Paul Van Wagner and ESPN Blacksburg for letting me use the content. It's time now for The Drive. Alrighty then. On ESPN Blacksburg, 93.1, 97.1, and live on the web at ESPNBlacksburg.com. It's The Drive on your local radio station. We are ESPN Blacksburg, and a good Monday afternoon to all of you. My name is Paul Van Wagner. Six-pack read in the other studio is taking your calls. At 866-961-1430. Will you do me a favor for the rest of the week this week? Yeah. When you do Sports Center at the top of the hour, will you just refer to yourself as Six Pack Reed? And sure then will. Refer to yourself in the third person the entire time, please. Oh, now that sounds fun. Thank you. God, I love you. Andrew's here hanging out with us today. How you doing? I'm doing well, Paul. Excellent. How are you? I am fantastic. Excited for our next guest, uh, Mitch Tischler joining us. Uh, NBC Sports, uh, also Washington Redskins podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you guys doing? Excellent, excellent. Uh, so last year we we had your colleague JP Finley on on a regular basis, and and it felt like every week JP and I were talking about well, who's injured now, who's hurt this time around. I think as uh, as you look at the team this year with everybody coming back from injuries, I think hope really does abound for Redskins Nation, doesn't it? It, it always does. I mean, you get a couple really key players who are looking healthy and moving around well, and Jordan Reed and Trent Williams and Morgan Moses, and you got to feel good about about where they're at. Mitch, Andrew here. Uh, so you're on the field a lot, and you've been there for the last couple of camps with Kirk Cousins. Now Alex Smith, the quarterback. What what stuck out to you about his style, both as a player and as a leader, as the new quarterback of this team? You know, uh, they're both uh, real leaders on the field. Um, the one thing that... Uh, you really notice is the efficiency that Alex Smith attacks the camp with. Um, he breaks the huddle quickly. He's at the line of scrimmage making the calls, and his accuracy has been unbelievable. And you see him making a bunch of pinpoint throws, and the speed in which he seems to pick up the offense and is able to work his way through progressions has been has been been pretty uh, pretty impressive. I mean, you you hear about how tough it is to pick up the lingo as you change from different offenses, and he seems to kind of slid right in, and he's, he's doing a great job. Uh, we talk about Jordan Reed like you did earlier, him coming off of injury. Injury's obviously been a huge problem for the last two years. Has, how has he done so far in camp, and have him and Alex started to get any kind of chemistry going? Yeah, uh, he's looked good at camp. I mean, you know, you kind of always look good in camp, especially when no one on the other team is tackling you, and there's no <laughs> real, you know, pressure of being hit or hurt, so... Uh, they look good. 
really see the the chemistry that the receivers, Josh Jackson, Paul Richardson, those guys have been able to develop with him. Um, you know, Jordan's working his way back, so he's not uh, doing all the 11-on-11 drills, but he uh, he looks smooth in his movement, and they certainly seem to be connecting pretty well. Hey, Mitch, uh, Settle, Strowman, Alexander, Fuller before this. You kind of have a pipeline going from Virginia Tech up to Washington, D.C. What have you seen from these young guys from Virginia Tech uh, that, that locals here, Hokie Nation, really can get excited about? Well, going back, you always had D'Angelo Hall talk about how he wanted to be a GM, and he's kind of created that pipeline. Um, <laughs> all three of those guys are, are guys who are uh, going to find a little more time because of injuries. Mm-hmm. You know, you had uh, Jaron Hoagley, who had the table fall on his foot, and no one really knows exactly what happened there. <laughs> but that's going to give Adonis Alexander, and it's going to give Greg Stroman more reps and better opportunities, and especially as they get to go up against um, – Better play, better receivers. You mm-hmm. get to really see uh, how they fit in. Um, Adonis Alexander looks good. He's certainly kind of a step behind where most of the other DBs are. He's a real big guy. Uh, doesn't move quite as well. So it'll be interesting to see how he's able to kind of adapt to NFL wide receivers. But um, you've really seen the. Uh, um, Um, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> you've really seen, you've really seen uh, Sherman step up, especially when he gets the opportunity to go up against guys like uh, Josh Jackson and um, and uh, and Paul Richardson. Uh, so this this might be just a simple yes no question. It might not be. Are these guys able to play at the next level? I think it's premature to say yes or no to either of those guys right now. Okay. If there's one thing that you know about the Redskins, that you know that they don't like to cut draft picks. Yeah. So there's a great opportunity that both those guys will be on the will be on 53 man roster. Tim Settle definitely looks like he's going to be able to step right in. Um, he's stout up front, and uh, that's that's a, that's what the Redskins have been missing a lot is that big body in the middle. So he'll really, I don't see any any problem with him. So, obviously, uh, the running game has been a problem with the Redskins the past couple of years. The addition of Geist, the return of Tom- Thompson, and suddenly you have a little more competition at the bottom of the roster. Do you think that there is any serious chance that Byron Marshall or Capri Bibbs could beat out Kelly and Pirine, the guys who got the bulk of the load of the running game last year? Uh, absolutely. I think it's actually Pirine and um, Rob Kelly are competing for one spot and Bibbs and Marshall are kind of competing for the other one. Uh, Byron Marshall has been looking really, really good, and they love him as a guy who can kind of go both ways, running back and catch the ball in the backfield. Capri Bibbs obviously impressed at the end of last season a bunch. We were talking yesterday, that might be one of the most uh, fascinating uh, competitions in camp. So talking about the cornerback position as well, obviously with the departure of Kendall Fuller, the departure of Rashad Breland, Dunbar and Moreau and Skandrick are all going to fill in that void there. Who do you think is going to be you know, the number two corner and that number one slot receiver kind of Kendall Fuller position when the season starts? I know they like Quentin Dunbar a whole lot. They've been talking about him. They just extended him um, this offseason and – I think I really think he's going to step in as that number two, as a number two DB, and then you're going to have some combination of Skandrick and Moreau, um, Fabian Moreau, um, step in as that plot as a plot corner position. 
right, go ahead, go ahead. Andy. I would say talking about the quarterbacks as well, just with the thinking of that random addition of Kevin Hogan. They extend Colt McCoy. Do you think there's any chance that Kevin Hogan stays on this roster and they keep three quarterbacks? I don't. <laughs> I think they brought in Kevin Hogan as an insurance policy in case they thought they something in case they thought they weren't going to be able to get something done uh, with Colt. Um, I think after a few days of camp, you see them extend Colt. I think that's a pretty strong signal that uh, that they're going to be pretty happy with those two guys as your one A one B. Kevin Hogan's not a guy that you have to worry too much about getting signed elsewhere if he ends up getting cut. So he's a guy that they could bring back if if you know necessary if major injury happens. Uh, Mitch, let me ask you this: Will is Alex Smith an upgrade in your opinion from from Kirk Cousins? It's an interesting question. Um, is he an upgrade? It's yet to be yet to be seen. Okay. You know. He obviously has. Uh, he had a great season last year, but he has a history of kind of being known as a as a as a short passing, you know, quarterback. Mm-hmm. He seems to have a great command of the offense, and uh, the biggest problem with Kirk last year was his trust in his receivers in throwing 50-50 balls and throwing balls into tight windows. And you know, until we see the pads fly, it'll be we won't know what you know how reticent Alex is going to be in terms of making those kinds of throws, but certainly as a veteran, he's been in the league forever, you know, he strikes me as a guy that's not going to be too too, uh, too worried to throw the ball in the tight holes and give guys an opportunity to, uh, you know, to make plays for him. Just for the first couple days of camp, Alex working with these guys for the first time, who, who do you think that he has shown the best chemistry with as a wide receiver, be it Crowder, Doxson, Richardson, whatever one of those wide receivers? We were talking a little um, yesterday during the 11-on-11 because he throws a lot of balls to Jameson Crowder. I mean, we might get back to the Jameson Crowder two years ago where he catches, you know, eight balls a game because he just is so quick and so easy to get open. But he loves the height and the speed of Paul Richardson going deep, and that's a really kind of fun combination to watch. And obviously, Doxon has the, the body size to, you know, to dominate smaller DBs, so... The, the group of receivers really can be pretty interesting, and, and you might see a lot of catches, especially, you know, if they're able to get the running game going as it seems, well, you know, it seems like they might be able to with guys. How does the linebacking crew look right now for the Redskins? Because obviously they're going to be called on a lot to make a lot of tackles out there for the defense. They are. You know, you saw the defense um, struggle after John Allen went down, mm-hmm. and honestly I think that's the biggest points in the defense is getting, you know, in getting uh, John Allen and the D, and the D line to free up those linebackers to be able to run corner side to side right. and make tackles. You have a lot of speed there with Zach Brown and freak talent with Ryan Kerrigan and Preston Smith and Nathan Foster is just a beast in the middle. So if that D line is as improved as we think it's going to be with mm-hmm. the Deron Payne, John Allen, and Settle, that whole group and that really opens up that linebacking crew to make a lot of tackles. Mitch, yeah, uh, going back to the D-line, because, you know, anyone who listens to the Redskins Talk podcast knows that Mitch loves the O-line and the (laughs) D-line. Let's talk about Anthony Lanier for a second. Lanier stepped in last year at the end of the season kind of out of nowhere, kind of a random Doug Williams find, and really elevated his game to a level that no one would have expected from him, you know, at that time. Going into the next year, a little bit higher expectations. How has he looked so far in camp, and what kind of role do you think the team has for him going forward? 
Anthony Lanier is one of the most engaging guys that the Redskins have. He's just fun to talk to, and he's always active, dancing, hanging out on the field. He's dropped about 20 pounds this offseason. He's just a beast. He looks strong and, and, and thick in the right places, and I really think he's going to be mostly a passing down defensive end uh, guy. He can get after the quarterback. He's tall. He can disrupt passing lanes. He can, he can, he can do a lot of things to, to hurt teams in third and long. One of the things that we saw here in Blacksburg a lot was Greg Stroman returning punts and doing it very well. Last year, Crowder was the punt returner. I- I'm sure Coach Gruden doesn't want one of his top wide receivers out there returning punts. Have you seen Stroman returning punts yet in camp? And if so, how has he looked? So we have seen Stroman return some punts. Um, they've mostly done punt returns against air. They haven't had their full special teams practice yet. Okay. So... There's a group of five, six, seven, eight guys who are all back there kind of catching punts and kickoffs and stuff like that. So it's kind of hard to get a feel for what that depth chart looks like and what they're thinking of, but he's certainly one of the guys in that group. Do you think that it's safe to say that Coach Gruden doesn't want Crowder back there returning punts unless it's absolutely necessary? Yeah, Crowder had a little bit of a tough run last year. He had a couple fumbles, a couple plays where he ran backwards with the punt, so... I would think they would be looking for an upgrade in the punt return in the punt return game. Uh, last question for you here, Mitch. We talk. Everyone talks about Darius Guys. Everyone talks about Deron Payne. A lot of hype around the rookies, you know. Notably, Trey Quinn, a, a fan favorite. Which pick, you know, after that second round, Darius Guys pick? Which rookie do you think has the most chance to make a real impact on the Redskins this year? Oh, I think without a doubt it's Tim Settle. I think you you see a defensive line that is rotated in and out. Um, starters are starters only on paper. You see guys get pretty equal reps, especially um, when you see Jim Tom Sula come through with the guys that he trusts. And the Redskins need big body run stopper, somebody who can clog that middle. And Tim Settle seems to be a perfect fit. Uh, in those situations, and that's certainly something the Redskins struggled with last year, and I think that's why he was such a priority to get somebody like him. So I, I, I think he succeeds, and I think he's going to be the, the biggest late-round addition. Mitch Tischler, where can our listeners hear more from you, sir? Uh, you can listen to uh, our Redskins Talk podcast and uh, on Twitter at uh, Mitch underscore Tischler. Mitch, thanks so much for doing this. We really do appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having hey, me, guys. Take care. Talk to you real soon. There you go, Mitch Tischler, uh, Redskins podcast. You know, yeah, like it, it, there's a lot going on right now in camp, and it's it is it's tough to get. You know, like we're throwing questions at him like crazy, and it's it's tough because there are there are a lot of things that you haven't even seen yet. I think what first first preseason game is this it, Thursday? Well, that yeah, the Hall of Fame game this Thursday. Yeah, August. Ninth, the Redskins open up, so I think that's a week yeah. from Thursday, yeah. and they'll start with uh, you know, no, start with the top New England Patriots. Well, <laughs> so that should be good, fun. The good news for the Redskins is it's not the Patriots. Yeah, you're it's, gonna it's, see it's just the backups. Yeah. It's just the backups, right? <laughs> it's like it's like playing against Clemson or Alabama. You aren't probably gonna see uh, you know a lot of the top guys out there. Brady ain't slinging the ball around in week one of the preseason. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thanks to Mitch for doing that. We appreciate it. We'll take a quick time out when we come back. Tina joins us. we got to get a traffic report for you today on The Drive. ESPN Blacksburg. We speak. Touchdown!